BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He was really going with the shysty look. He was going shysty chic. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's the place where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm the other host, A-Dub. It's a brand new week. It's Monday. So, you know, we got to kick things off with a little weekend recap. A couple of big things happened, actually. So Drake's Certified Loverboy album was the first album of 2021 to go double platinum. And speaking of Drake, you know, we got to talk about Kanye anytime shortly after. He announced his Yeezy, Gap, and Balenciaga collaboration. Plus, we have Pooh Shiesty, who is setting fashion trends, even though he's behind bars right now. Roddy Rich is going to be performing on SNL and Kid Capri and a few other legends have COVID-19 right now and they're fighting that battle. So a few big things to get to, but first, make sure you follow the podcast for us. Hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. You know it varies sometimes. Like if you're on Spotify, it may say follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, it might say subscribe. So whatever it says on your app, you just hit that button, okay? Thank you. Now let's jump in. Okay, so men lie, women lie. Sometimes numbers be lying. Sometimes they do. But in this case, they're definitely not lying. Drake was the first and only rapper of 2021 to have a double platinum album. He's not one of them. The boy is not one of them. Yes, do not play with the boy. Like, Certified Lover Boy took over 2021 clearly because, of course, he reached that double platinum certification. It's crazy because this is actually Drake's sixth consecutive multi-platinum album. So you know how much, what position you have to be in to go multi-platinum six times in a row, six album releases in a row? Mm. Sales King. So Chart Data had tweeted it out. They said, at Drake's Certified Loverboy has now sold over 2 million total units in the U.S. It's the only 2021 rap album to reach this milestone. Now, if you think of the rap albums that were released in 2021, Drake did have some competition. Of course, Kanye West's Donda, J. Cole's The Offseason, Lil Nas X, Montero. I don't know why they, that keeps being classified as a rap album. I really don't understand why Lil Nas X is classified as a rapper, but... They put that in there as well. They they categorize that as a rap album. So you have Lil Nas. You also have, you know, one of my favorite albums of last year, Moneybag Yo's Against Us Pain, Polo G's Hall of Fame, like all of these just huge, huge projects. And Drake was the only one to hit the double platinum status. Yeah, like 2021 was a big year for music, period, a big year for rappers as well. And for 
I mean, like we always say, we talked about Certified Lover Boy. I feel like almost once a week for the year 2021 for it to come out in like Labor Day weekend, I think. So did we help and this album go double platinum? I think we should say that we did. Like, <laughs> I feel we like did. we can claim. Like, can we get a plaque for this? I feel like we should be able to get, to get a plaque in the mail. Let's contact OVO and, and make that happen for DX Daily because I feel like we played a pivotal part in this. I think so too. Yeah, whoever we need to direct and send an email or letter to, I'll, we'll do it all. We not get we gotta get a plaque. No, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah. So like for it to come out in like the later end of twenty twenty one and it's double platinum. So if you really think about it, it's only been like a couple months of it being released and double platinum, like in four months. That's a good point. That is a good point. And it also went platinum in its first week. So it took not even a week for it to sell a million. And then just a few months later, we're already at two million. So, yeah, man, Drake just solidified, re-solidified his status as one of the top guys. Like, that's just him. There it is. Speaking of the top guys out here, though, Kanye West, neck and neck, man. I feel like him and Drake, like, just every week, it's Kanye did something, then Drake did something, then Kanye did something. Like, I feel like they are really duking it out for the top spot. But Kanye's latest thing is actually not involving music. Kanye's, of course, always been on his fashion flow. His latest collab is Yeezy, Gap, and Balenciaga all rolled into one. Yeah, according to a photo that was posted, fans saw what appeared to be a contract for the upcoming partnership. We know Kanye has been working with Gap uh, for a while now. And then to add Balenciaga and I guess his brand of Yeezy, it be this whole trifecta. It's a big deal. Yeah. And I've just been waiting to see the Kanye West Yeezy and Gap collab because all I've seen so far is hoodies. I don't know if there's been more than that. Maybe I just missed it. But all I've seen is hoodies in different colors, plain hoodies in various different colors. So I'm glad we're getting an update on Gap doing something because we haven't seen any clothes from this. We've seen a countless Yeezy sneakers sneaker releases um, since this Gap deal was announced, but we haven't seen a lot of clothing. So this was an interesting thing to hear. But another interesting thing about this was the Yeezy and Gap deal, a big selling point for it was bringing affordability to the clothing. Now we all know Balenciaga is a luxury brand, high end, cost a lot. So how are we inserting Balenciaga into the Yeezy and Gap thing when the whole thing was, oh, we want to bring this to everybody. We want to have it accessible to everyone. We want no one to feel left out. Well, now you're bringing Balenciaga into it. So my question when I first heard of this was, all right, so is this going to drive the price up super high or what's going to happen with that? But it appears they had an answer for that. Yeah, so what Kanye had told Vogue was basically he said, it is a vision come true to work with Gab Indemna, who is the creative director for Balenciaga. He says to make an incredible product available to everyone at all times. That's what Kanye said. Okay, so Kanye, we are going to take your word for this when you said making it available to everyone at all times. That means it's going to be in a price range that is obtainable for your everyday person, if I'm interpreting the words correctly. When you say at all times, it means it's not going to sell out in five seconds to where nobody can get the product like Yeezy Shoes used to be doing all the time or still do, actually. But yeah, so when you're making statements like that, I'm assuming this line is not going to be $800 for a T-shirt like Balenciaga or, you know, for a pair of pants, $1,600. Like, hopefully it's not all that. Hopefully everybody will be able to get some of this um, if Kanye's sticking true to his word. Yeah, I hope so, too, because at this point, it looks like I'm going to be able to finally afford some Balenciaga if they do make it <laughs> everybody is what I'm hoping for. 
Okay. I'm thinking it was going to be a success either way, though, because Kanye has worked with Balenciaga in the past. He even worked with Demna last year, like on some stage designs and live streams and different things like that. So they've not only worked with clothing, they've worked on sets together. They've worked creatively in just many different avenues. And even back when DMX passed away, I remember Kanye made that Balenciaga shirt or he collabed with Balenciaga to make that T-shirt and give it to charity or give it to his family, I think. So, yeah, Kanye and Balenciaga, they seem to have a good thing going on. So we'll see how that looks. And hopefully it comes out faster than the regular Yeezy Gap collab, because I still don't know what's up with that. Yeah, me either. It says here that it's supposed to arrive in June 2022. So like we said, we'll see if it actually happens at that time. Right. Now, while we're on fashion, one of the rappers that are behind bars right now has actually inspired one of these recent fashion trends. So Pooh Steve, he is currently locked up. But, you know, before he was in jail, he always had the ski mask on. Like, that was a bit of his signature look. I know he had his own custom ski mask that he was selling. Shiesty was really, you know, he was really going with the shiesty look. He was going shiesty chic. So a lot of people took that look and ran with it. People that weren't wearing ski masks before, you know, started wearing them now. And it started a bit of a trend to where some stores are actually banning the shiesty ski mask. Like, this is not a joke. This is for real, for real. Yeah, apparently in one store in Memphis, uh, they had a sign that said, please remove all shiesties before entering. And it has a photo of the black ski mask that of course, Pushaisi had made popular. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically like the all black or it's in different colors, but it covers like your ears, your mouth. I think all that you can really see is your eyes. Yeah. At this, yeah. Covers your whole face except for your eyes. <laughs> but I'm personally offended by this because why are y'all mad about people wearing masks in the stores? You can't be mad. Like, it's COVID-19 right now. It's mid-pandemic. You're requiring masks for entry. So why is that particular type of mask an issue for you? In fact, you should be happy they're wearing the shiesties. It covers more of your face than a regular COVID mask. So what, what, what's the problem with this one? Hmm? Yeah, and of course, like, with also winter fashion, like, I've seen popping up of, like, the thing is called a snood, which is, like, a kind of, like, a big, like, or some type of it's like it's wrapped around your neck and like some of your mouth and then also the balaclava like those type of headgears it's kind of almost like the push icy mask just without the mouth I think the mouth is open and the balaclava but Mm -hmm. like little headpieces like those are being able to be worn why can't the push icy mask get worn too like like you said right Hmm. what's the reason in the words of Cardi B what was the reason facts So, yeah, but other stores are kind of embracing it. One um, store in Memphis actually had a sale on Pooh Shiesty Mask. It says the Pooh Shiesty Mask, $4.99 each. So some people are embracing it and running with it while other people are banning it and they're not rocking with it. But either way, look at Pooh Shiesty still staying relevant while he's on the inside. We love to see it. Yes, always. Now, speaking of staying relevant, Roddy Rich just dropped his brand new album late last year, and he's going to be hitting the SNL stage. He's going to be the first musical guest of 2022. So that's huge. That is big. He's going to be performing some songs off of that album, Live Life Fast, um, which also debuted at number four on the Billboard 200 chart um, at this time, according to the publication. So being the first SNL act, rapper, uh, your second studio album. It's big, big things for Roddy Rich. Yeah. 
Now, I did see online that, you know, a couple of people were like, you know, the, the response to the Roddy album was a bit lukewarm in some places. And I saw that he even responded to it. And his response was very interesting to me. So people were talking about the album and he was like, Feed the Streets 3 on the way. Y'all playing with my top right now. And why I found that interesting was because it's like, okay, so you, you're still in the midst of promoting this album, but you're talking about Feed the Streets 3. So, like, are you kind of copping to the fact that this might not have been your best work so far? Or are you just saying, like, okay, I'm about to hit y'all head with something else? Like, I don't know. That, that response to me was just interesting because I would feel like if you feel like you put out a bomb, solid piece of work, you're not even going to bring up the next thing yet. You're going to talk about this. You're going to talk about, oh, Saturday Night Live, January 15th. January 16th, like, I feel like you wouldn't be bringing up the next piece of work, you know, if you had a thousand percent confidence in this work. Yeah, that is a good point that you make. I didn't even think about that because I know he posted like his music videos out that he had from the album, but you had to already be talking about another project. Is it because you think it flopped too? Or like, maybe I would have done a, a deluxe of Live Life Fast, not another new project. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was just prepared maybe to get a different response for the album. And I don't think it was all bad. Like, it definitely wasn't all bad. Like, I saw people talking about select songs that they like up there. But a lot of people were just like, oh, I expected more. And I think a big reason for that is he took so long to come back with it and just kept building so much anticipation, but then kept pushing it back. And he was announcing other projects in between. Like, there was just a lot going on. So I feel like that's a part of the reason, too. Yeah, once you create that runway of expectation for people, their standards are going to be through the roof. Now, if you come right back a few months later or exactly one year later, then people are like, okay, they take whatever you give them. But when you take a long time, when you get on your Kendrick or when you get on your Beyonce, you got to come back with classics because that's what they do. They take four or five years. Now, Roddy didn't take that long, so let me not exaggerate. But I'm saying, like, the Beyonce's and the Kendrick's and all of them, they take those years in between, but they come back with undeniable classics you got to do that if you're gonna make people wait that long or people are gonna have things to say about it very valid points like Roddy Rich is talented he's you know the first album he put out was great but you can't do these like long hiatuses like that and like be teasing it's not you're just not on that level like I was thinking about Drake how he did Certified Lover Boy it was always teasing thought it was here 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 but the album was good you can't deny the album but mm-hmm. that album that Roddy put like it was okay, but it wasn't like the first one, how it was so good, but right, yeah. I, I think Roddy will learn from this though. And I don't I don't think it's over for this album yet. Like it debuted at number four, still great chart positioning, still good songs up there. I think he can just like just work it some more. Like you're doing Saturday Night Live, that's great, that's bomb. Like get out here, hit the streets, Roddy. Hit the streets. We need to see you everywhere promoting this album. Come on DX Daily. Shoot. Yeah, we'll help you promote it. All of that. Like, just just touch the people a little bit more. Be out there a little bit more. You know, it's fast food generation, microwave generation. If they don't see you for two weeks, they don't forgot about you. So, you know, that's, that's how it is. But I am excited to see this live performance, though, because I know he's been working on his piano playing skills and his instrumentation. So hopefully he has some of that out on display. Hopefully he has... Um, some great elements to his live show like I want to see all of that so I'm definitely going to be tuned in to Saturday Night Live yeah same here gotta gotta check it out 
for sure. And lastly, before we go real quick, we do got to send some prayers out to the legendary DJ Kid Capri. Uh, He's battling COVID-19 right now. He took to Instagram on Thursday, January 6th, to reveal that he had it. He was basically just in bed sick, telling people like, yo, I'm super duper sick right now. And he went on to just like describe his symptoms that he's been feeling and going through. And just telling people to take this serious, obviously, which is what everybody, low-key what everybody says when they catch COVID. Like, take this serious, guys. This is not a joke. So, um, yeah, it hasn't been a joke for for a minute, for two years to be exact. But, yeah, so prayers up to Kid Capri. Also, in his post, he did mention uh, Force MD's member, Jesse D. Now, you know the legendary group Force MD's. They sing Tender Love. Yeah, I'm not going to give you all the vocals, but yeah, you know you know who the Force MDs are. So rest in peace to Jesse D of the legendary Force MDs. He passed away from COVID. And then you also have DJ K Slay, who's battling COVID right now. He was on a ventilator. I, I've heard that he's doing better now, but that situation is still a little bit unclear. So I don't want to say anything official on that. But either way, all of these legends are out here catching COVID. So just wishing the best for all of them. And that is exactly why Memphis should not have a problem with the poo shiesty mask to circle back on that. Because anything that's going to stop the COVID should be fine by them and fine by us. Yeah, and the poo shiesty mask is fire. Like, I think it looks good. So. I do too. They didn't have yeah. a problem when Drake wore it in the Tootsie Slide video. I'm just saying. Ah, uh, good, good point. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, prayers up to everybody that's battling COVID right now. Mask up out here, whether it's a poo shiesty mask, whether it's a surgical mask, whether you get your hands on an N95, whether you got to do a makeshift mask, any of that. All right. Just make sure you stay safe out here. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. Doesn't matter where. If you're on the iHeart app, you can subscribe. If you're on the Podbeam app, you can subscribe. If you're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those. You can hit that subscribe button. And also, you can catch up with us on our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can also follow us. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything, too. All right, we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.